can see. I have, I have legs. I have the old shit. Welcome back to the Trading Places Minute. This is the podcast where we discuss the film Trading Places one minute at a time. And I'm Tom Taylor, and I do this with my friend Mike DiMaria. Hello, Mike. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. And We're also we are here nothing with our all. friend uh, Dan Lewis. Nothing at all, stupid, sexy flames. Okay, now we were ju- before we even get into the movie, we were just discussing... Uh, I'm going to derail this thing by talking about something other than the movie for a minute. We we're just discussing the Mr. Man train that I think we've discussed on this show, but we've had it. It was it, it came up in uh, Blues Brothers minute, and uh, and uh, the, the you know the the Mr. Man, Mr. Man, and you know I want a hamburger, I want a cheeseburger. We had that whole yep. train going. Should we play it we, right now? Well, sure, why not? Here we go. Just to refresh your memory. Mr. Man, Mr. Man, I want a hamburger, no a cheeseburger. Toby, Toby Wong. Toby Wong, Toby Wong, Toby Chung, fucking Charlie Chan. Sir! Sir! Fuck me. Fuck me. He'll keep calling me. He'll keep calling me until I come over. We ain't saying. We ain't what? We ain't saying. You insulted him a little bit. You got a little out of order yourself. Just give me a second. Just give me a second. Docking Bay 94. 94. Yankee bean soup, coleslaw, and tuna surprise. There's some good gems in there. <laughs> but we were trying to think if uh, Ned Flanders, um, nothing at all could fit in there. But that doesn't quite, but, but it got me but, thinking, could we have a Ned Flanders only train? No, because I if think you think of some of his lines, you know, nothing at all. Super Thanks for stopping by. Super no, but but, we, the, but it's still the same cadence over right, and over well, again. Well, let me let me build, let, let me let me make my case here on this. Right. If you got a train, you <clears> got to have a you know there's there, there's something you got to take a breath here and there. Mm-hmm. And so the not, the nothing at all is the cadence is the same. It doesn't go up and down. It stays steady. So it's almost like putting dash marks between oh, okay. two train cars. So give it a shot. We can see if it fits in. I would maybe fit it into somewhere where it already exists to see how oh, it goes. Interesting. We can play it, and and then we can we can think. Yeah, that works. And so then we interrupt can, we can, the existing train with just nothing at just all. Just as an example, just just interrupt okay. it as a as a draft. It's not going to affect that. the official file that's no. on file with the Library yeah. of Congress. It'll, I would say give give three give give a couple of Mister Mans a couple. In, and then do a nothing at all, and then a couple other after that, and then we'll say, yes, it fits. We could hold it until we get something new, and we'll put it in there. Okay. All right. Does that make sense? I'm not against the experimentation, although yeah. I don't see the point quite. Uh, maybe it's just a musical thing that you're sort of envisioning you have in your head, you know, like a no. it Mr. May not Man, work. Mr. Man, Toby Wong, Amber, Toby Wong, nothing at all, nothing at all, and then keep going. Yeah, yeah it's just <laughs> it's like a dash. Mr. Man. Hamburger, no cheeseburger. Toby, Toby Wong, Toby Wong, Toby Chung, fucking Charlie Chan. Nothing at all, nothing at all, nothing at all. Sir, sir. Fuck me, fuck me. He'll keep calling me. He'll keep calling me until I come over. We ain't saying. We ain't what? We ain't saying. You insulted him a little bit. You got a little out of order yourself. Just give me a second. Just give me a second. Oh, thanks for dropping by. Docking Bay 94. 94. Maybe it will become a song after a while if we find it's enough like things. It's like a dash. That, uh, boom, boom. Yeah. Any house, uh, house music producers out there <laughs> oost, want to oost, take this oost, along with oost. it? Nothing at all. Nothing at all. <laughs> oost, 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 oost. Well, my daughter's getting really into EDM. She's 
in town now. She's going to an oh, EDM boy. show at Northerly oh. Island. Okay, so how much and, Molly is she taking then? Or? Uh, no, that's that's she's not taking shit. Oh, oh but it's funny not? to okay. talk about. I see, Mike. I see how that works. No, it's not. <laughs> she's yeah, the one. No, of course, she's not. <laughs> well, well, she she went to a she went to a, a festival in Tennessee. Festival. And they probably just had uh, cider and donuts out there. Yeah, like maybe some no. corn on the cob or something. No, some cucumbers with some some was that ranch dressing on. Oh, yeah, some cottage with cheese some water on the side, on the side for dipping. dipping. <laughs> oh, it's cottage. Was it cottage cheese and? Oh, it was just cucumbers with a little water on the side for dipping. Yeah, urges. Yeah, no, uh, nachos all the Flanders. We went to her, my, my other daughter's <laughs> volleyball tournament a couple weeks ago, and she was in town, so she went with us. And we had like two two and a half hours between games. So I said, let's go to Target, get you some things to take back to school. And she started talking about she wanted a turntable. So we passed the guitar mm-hmm. center and we walked in there and started looking around. She's like, yeah, she wants to, she want, I want a turntable. I want that. I want this. I want so she turn she table, like, I something want a I, could, I could do a little on the side, make a little cash. You'll get nothing Ooh, at all. You'll get nothing at all. But back to the Mr. Man train. We can we can try that, and we, we can make an EDM cut out of it. Has she All gone right. to the Detroit Music Festival down there? <laughs> no, the I told EDM her about Festival? it. Well, that's that's techno. That's something different. Oh, I'm sorry. It's vastly I, different. Yeah. Dan. I Get your head out of here. Them as different things. Detroit is <laughs> the birthplace. Detroit, Detroit is the actual birthplace of techno. EDM's different. It's like confusing country and western. I can't tell the other. fucking difference, but it's something <laughs> different. But I told her about it. And she's like, "Oh, that sounds really cool." I go, "Yeah, look into it. Detroit's a cool place." Took him there a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago. Took him to the third Third Man Records. Hmm. Eh. See where they see where Jack White's pressing those uh, Third Man mm-hmm. records. All right. Yeah. Hey, do you want to talk about minute six? Oh, never mind. We'll talk about it What'd later. You say? Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. I know what you're saying. <laughs> we'll talk Back about to, it later. We haven't even started this. I think we should talk about minute sixteen of Trading Places. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Not that great. It doesn't make any sense, and it no. it's not that great. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll just go we'll, over the bookends we'll and we'll talk it, about yeah. other stuff. Okay, talk about the bookends, Tom. <laughs> this is the but... minute that we're going to ignore that begins with a homeless man named Agent Orange being held up between two cops and letting his feet descend. Mm-hmm. And then as he's walking away from the cops, he sees a cop car pulling out of an alley in front of him, which yeah. stops him in his tracks. That's the bookends, all right. This that is the book really ends. captures the kind of like, this is what it was. You just let Eddie Murphy, you let the camera roll and let Eddie Murphy do his thing. That is yeah. what this is a minute of. It's his yeah. popularity. That's what this is about. Yeah. yeah and it's probably his, uh, his improv. And they just told, what, the, yeah. just told mm-hmm. the, 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 the cops just look at each other blankly. That's what a lot of it. people yeah. came to the movie for is, is exactly this. That's right. There's and no I, you know, I have to, in the nature of these, uh, movies by minutes things, um, I'm, I'm mildly annoyed by this as we watch it minute by minute. I'm like, oh, there's like not a lot to talk about. There's, you know, because of, because of the nature of, 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 of the shtick, there's not a lot, uh, to, to yeah, dissect here. By taking it out of the, first of all, taking it out of the, uh, fervor for Eddie Murphy context, the 1982 context, mm-hmm. taking it out of that and then further taking it out of context, like showing you a minute. <laughs> You just get right. very weird. It's a, it's a very it's like hearing two notes of a Beethoven yeah. or something, and just being like, I don't know. It's just two notes. It's boring. Yeah. What's all this Beethoven business? Mm. Why is he so great? Those two notes were fine. How come no one ever heard of him? If yeah. Still great. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I will say that I'm mildly impressed to to realize I should have realized this earlier, but that 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 this park or whatever the, the, oh you said this is like the the, the center square or whatever yeah where Paul right, lives. exactly yeah but the center square actually is right down the street from the heritage club you can see the heritage club in the background it's not right like they, that they actually they fake do... the geography of the city or anything right most of the time they just fake these sorts of things they pick two different locations right 
Yeah. And they cut to him walking down the street later and being like, okay, I'm, I'm here. I'm across town. Yeah. But this time it's actually right there. They found a nice little. Uh, yeah. I like uh, it. So Good scouting. It's kind of nice. Tom is both mildly annoyed by the scene and mildly impressed at the same time. See? Nice. That's all the mild, essence of the Trading Places minute. Noticed. Yeah. It's all, all even mild keel. Mild ass, nice even mm-hmm. keel. Yeah. I don't want to get too excited or too happy because that could, uh, you know, send me off on some sort of, you know, bipolar kind of, you know, yeah, high derailments thing. No, we don't need that. I think Tom could go off the deep end, though, if he goes too far. Well, it's yeah, like a Flanders. Very similar yeah. to Flanders. When <laughs> Flanders left the deep end. They lit up. Stupid, they lit up. They lit up. Stupid parents, stupid beatniks. <laughs> <laughs> what? Everybody goes, what? Everybody's like, what? Stopping by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hate my post office. Of course, my parents. And you. <laughs> and then he starts insulting everybody. Yeah, right. Blandery. Your chicken. Don't make fun of my jewels. What you said about the chicken tandoori. You mean blandery? And you. <laughs> I've saved you for the last. You're the most horrible i can't remember what he said but he's when it's so good yeah the long <laughs> flabby stuff. arm of the law loses it. And there's bart simpson dude <laughs> don't have a cow that'll be tom that will be it takes just a, a couple milligrams too much of the one mm-hmm. day it's all going to hit you all of that uh those gummies that you tried and didn't work yeah, it's all. Oh, like yeah, they're going to hit it once. Gobble down the entire thing. Oh. You just be like, "Oh, now like I get joke. it." Who's that joke? Uh, it was like an LSD joke. Who did? Oh, it? it's uh, Reverend Jim on uh, the flashback on Taxi of uh, Reverend Jim when he's in college with Tom Hanks, no. and he no. has he's all buttoned down and everything, and he has one bite of a of a pot brownie, and he immediately goes into like Reverend Jim. Yeah, no, no, it was uh, it was a that comedian was talking about Moving LSD. Right he goes, "It's like five bucks. It's like a great." They tell you, but one day you may have a flashback, and it's like that makes it the, it makes it like the cheaper. Yeah. yeah, he's like it's the best deal ever. You get high now, <laughs> and then like twenty years later you get high again. Because it's been twenty years since I'd taken it, and I, <laughs> I fucking want my money back. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just call them now and leaders. Yeah, that's what acid is. Mm-hmm. The now and leaders of drugs. Oh, good point. Um, at the very end of this minute, he stops in his tracks when he sees a uh, cop car pulling out of the alley in front of him. There's no way that this cop car is there to block him, correct? He is just no, seeing a cop car. And it, really? No, I, I don't. You think the cops in the in the They, in, they in the go real square? slow and they look right at him. They're just trying to capture. I feel like they're trying to capture that uh, ever-present fear that a dude, a black dude in Philadelphia in 1982 kind of had to have. Yeah, that's. I thought they were trying to capture, but you might be right. I don't know. That was well, kind of my. They had too, to though. create the device because he walks by the house, right? Yeah, he walks by the house. They have to create some sort of a, a device to get him to run back the other way and go inside the house. Well, right. we know that, but that doesn't answer the question. But yeah, well, he he perceives those cops to be there to block him. That they're in league with these other cops. Uh, back in the. I think they are. Paul Lynn Center Square, but yeah, and I, I don't think, hmm. see how they could. It's like we got a. Block off of, you know, right. 86th Street to 83rd, you know, we're going to catch this homeless guy. At the beginning of the day with all the cops, like, in the room, and they have the big whiteboard. <laughs> right. Yeah, Hill Street Blues. Yeah. Suspect is going to be here begging yeah. for pennies at the park. Right. I'm going to want two units down the block to do the thing. <laughs> but, and then, of course, we'll have two undercover cops at the uh, at the coffee shop nearby in case anything yeah. goes wrong. Well, he dresses truck. the doorman for the Heritage Club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys ready? Now, now yeah, remember, this guy is not armed and he's not dangerous. <laughs> yeah, and he so hasn't be been very successful yeah. in getting any and sort of no uh, alms from anybody. And there's no benefit for us doing this. So mm-hmm. be careful and let's go yeah. get him, guys. Right. 
His only weapon is that he's funny. And yes. he will he he's will lull you humorous. into a sense of satisfaction Warning. with his one-liners. He will be very funny. He will do improvisational lines and do them in a in, in an enthusiastic way like we've never seen before. And he will no. bait you with his uh, with his Vietnam connections. Mm-hmm. He'll try to bond with you. Yep. Now. And that's yeah. it. That's it for this minute. And he tell and then he tells the two cops to pretend that they were in Vietnam too, but also to have yes. their information down to be able to challenge him that he play wasn't along with him because those guys were in Vietnam either. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. You know, this is what our yeah. informant. Vietnam, our, Vietnam got, never happened. Yeah, we got this from our informant Huggy Bear. <laughs> the one thing I don't like is that it bugs me that they just fling his glasses into the snow. That is obnoxious. Yeah. They're yeah. there to pr- protect and serve, that not bothered. to uh, and to litter. Put that litter on the all car. over the Once city. Once again, I showed my girlfriend the minute she's watching the movie one minute at a time. That's fascinating. So that's an interesting take. Never yeah. seen, you know, watching it one minute at a time. And she said the same thing. She's like, "What's with he's just going to throw the sunglasses aside like that?" Yeah. yeah. For one thing, aren't they evidence against this they're, manhunt they're, they've got going? They're going to want to build a case. Yeah. <laughs> and they're throwing it, and, and it's on top of it being evidence. You're littering evidence. Yeah. That's what I mean. That like park it. is probably full of evidence. I think Billy Ray's going to walk. There's a Pruder film in there. Mm-hmm. I don't think the prosecution has a case anymore. Yeah, that's all. That's the minute. That's, that's Nothing kind at of all. Minute. Okay, what do we want to talk about? Tom, well, Dan, uh, and I are going to see each other up. soon. Oh well, that's nah, fun. Uh oh. Yeah. Right. You don't want to talk about it? No, I mean, what is what is that of interest to people? <laughs> well, because we're going to be in Detroit. We're gonna Mike go and see... I are going to go see Yola Tango. On, oh, uh, that's right. And then, mm-hmm. and then we're going to go see. And then I thought maybe we'd record. Yeah, uh, we could do that. Of course, my timing is going to be completely. I'm not going to have nightly stuff, you know, necessarily. No, you and I can record a piece from if we go to the ball game. Or yeah, that's true. Floor, but I just feel the, like if you're going to be in town, maybe yeah, we figure true. it out. But that's a separate. That's not again not interest of any interest to the to the crew. Uh, but you did want to talk about the Savannah bananas, I believe. Oh, so yeah. Well, well oh, first yeah. of all, yeah, let's, well, let's, uh, yeah. So I, 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 I get these clips on my, cause I, I watch a lot of baseball, uh, clips on Instagram. So I, the, the, the Savannah bananas mm-hmm. and the party animals, it's two teams, baseball teams. It's the Har- it's the Harlem Globetrotters of baseball. Okay. That's great. No, it's not. Oh. It's, no, it's not. So Sounds I sent that clip in there and it's, it's like the pitcher will be about to wind up and then Taylor Swift will come on over the loudspeaker and they'll all do a synchronized dance, the whole hmm. fucking team. That yeah. sounds and, entertaining. Then, and then he'll pitch or some guy will come up to bat with a fucking six foot stilts or guy walks <laughs> up with a big bat. That's the size of a, a novelty bat. That's not and regulation. Uh, and the band and the, and the crowd is just going bananas. They love it. Yeah. They can't wow. get enough of it. Another guy comes up to some da- music and there's a, a plank of wood. Uh, on in the batter's box and he comes up and starts doing a tap dance between pitches and i'm like oh boy yeah this is this is this is this is not but these are not these are not teams in a real league this is yeah. like this is what the the, the this league is just yeah it's like rivals. barnstorming yeah league. like you sent that clip and there's like the guy's interviewing the guy who organized he's like we're just here to make baseball fun and, the, and with a straight face the guy says how do you do that how do you make baseball fun oh yeah i love that that's just, yeah. it's the best it's, I and the guy's you, wearing a yellow the, suit like the man in the yeah. yellow hat he's got oh a yellow bowler on even i'm offended i don't give a shit about baseball no. you want to make baseball fun let's fucking cut down on the strikeouts huh shall we and the yeah. and the uh, hit the goddamn still, ball. that's a separate issue but the but the reason people don't think baseball fun is they don't know they don't know anything about it. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but that's what it is. The, 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 first of all, 
Baseball's already going off the deep end with this shit. Yeah, as we with said these last guys time. like fucking dancing on second base after they hit a double. No, that's why I'm, guys, all, I'm all for the ta- the time <clears throat> restraints. Yeah, they created their own monster. Now, Generally get in there. speaking, get in the is, is baseball on the decline as a as a national pastime really enjoyment thing? Uh-huh. I know it's, it's literally a, the national pastime, but but it's on it, a decline as they as compared to. First of all, it'll never catch football again. Okay, it's never. It's not even close to football. So forget yeah. it. P- people yeah. like football a lot more uh, because uh, people are stupid. But also, mm-hmm. the, it's on the decline. I, sh- I shouldn't say that, but football is... <laughs> but you did. Anyone can watch football and just be like, oh, it's not like you need to know that much about football. Yeah, that guy and, got and also, down. it's I find football twice as boring, but that's just me. I mean, <laughs> I just, I'm just like, what are we doing here? And it's yeah. oh, commercial break after commercial break. But anyway, it's on not the decline in that compared to the other sports and kids playing it. But the actual attendance numbers are w- w- far higher than the than the average over the last 150 years. What, for I think baseball? More for, for what? For baseball? Sporting events in general. Oh, okay. Than there used to be. And well, so, I think they're yeah. still riding out the 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 pandemic when, when they didn't have it for two years. Mm-hmm. What now? People are coming back in droves. Is that what? Well, you I mean? think they're or? still right. It's still kind of they're it's they're excited to go. Now, okay. what is the what is the typical price of a ticket? Right. What is a typical well, price? Well, there's like the it? median price. I mean, the thing is, it gets so exp- it's uh, there's so much variation, but like, and I there's know, so much like bucks. StubHub and everything. Like, you don't know what the actual ticket price is. Fifty bucks. Fifty bucks, which should be depending. I mean, people fill out the, the bleachers <clears throat> and all that other stuff, but I never. Uh, I is that never just in Philadelphia, or is that in London, Paris, Rome, or Stad? What? Well, that's. <laughs> Philadelphia you. is, you know, that's the thing is like a, a Yankee Stadium is really expensive, but here in Oakland you can get like a primo seat for like thirty five bucks. Same really? in Detroit too. Huh. I think Boston's the most expensive. I think Fenway, Boston, and, really? and Wrigley Field. Really? Last time I went to Wrigley, it was like a hundred dollars to sit down the left field line in the yeah, lower bullshit. deck. Bullshit! Like Done with that. Up. It was just insane. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, but it's not Whoa. insane because that's what it's supply and demand. You hear about these. Um, these famous games, you know, uh, Ted Williams hit a home run, uh, you know, in the last day of the season, John Updike wrote, wrote this famous story about it. Uh, hmm. and, and, and it's really beautiful. And, uh, nobody was at, you know, they talk about these games, Willie Mays hits his 600th home run or whatever. There's nobody at, there's like, you know, there's 15,000 people at the game. Hmm. You, people don't realize that they used to, the tenants used to be way lower. Well, see, it says okay, single search anywhere from thirty two dollars to one hundred fifty three dollars. Right. No, that's bullshit. Because some Dell Technologies Club. Well, that's the four hundred dollar one. That's what the, are you that's, talking about? Right. Now? Looking at Fenway, all the premium. Oh, forget Pavilion that. Club one ninety. Fenway is fun though. I tell you, it's a cool stadium. I wish we had our old stadium back. Oh. You ever been? No, we have our convention Do in it. Boston. Oh, so it's worth yeah. it. You, yeah. you'll, because number one, I mean, as much as I hate them, these fucking self, these goddamn self-absorbed asshole Boston, New New England, ivy-colored, sorry, fucking, Tom, uh, school piece hey. of shit fans. Tom's in there. Tom's as much as I as much as I hate them, you go to that park and you're like, this is a real baseball park. Just imagine and, if you had been there in 1990 for the very first wave ever. Oh, yeah, here we right. go with Tom. Just imagine. Tom saw the first wave. I ever. mean, now that you've missed that, I don't know what the point is. 1990. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you know uh, 
that uh, Balboa, uh, when he found the uh, the Pacific, mm-hmm. he saw the first wave, ever, <laughs> like actual wave. Yeah, the wave that the crashed Pacific upon yeah. That was the first wave. And then he anyway, immediately so, invented baseball. Uh, no, Forget but I was going to say, you're going to enjoy it, Mike, and then you're also going to enjoy how it's it's not like Detroit as much as it saddens me to say it, but uh, that the fans are on top of the game. Mm-hmm. And and they know it's a much it's a it's a crowd that's into baseball in a way that yeah, we don't that. we didn't grow up with. I don't know if I'll go or not. No, oh, what are you talking about? We got a block for <laughs> we got our block for work. Okay, we'll just stay in the hotel then and just read the Bible. What are you You'll talking be a about? few blocks so away from uh, like, where go, I go lived see in college. Go see Lost Ark at a local theater. Exactly, or go take a tour of my old haunts from uh, Emerson College when I, I used to. You know, my dorm. Oh, I forgot. Almost, I could, I could almost see the. You thing imagine Tommy. Be, wait till you go see those seats. Tommy would not even be able to go to Fenway Park because it's like oh, a budget it. airline in there. Oof. Yeah, it's not a fun. Yeah, they made the seats for people a hundred years ago. Yeah, and people a hundred years ago were smaller. And you got to pee in a trough. You got to pee in the trough. That's <laughs> yeah. nice. I like that. Yeah, I like the communal pee. Mm-hmm. Some people are into that. Yeah. And the women don't have to do that. They don't go in there and just have a big long trough that they're all. Oh, but they in. do. Me and Dan had a free reign of Tiger Stadium. They closed it down in what 1989, right? 99. 99, yeah. I meant 99, not 89. And then it laid dormant, and then him, Dan, and I played a baseball game there. Wow. It was a men's men's league. They rented it out, and I still have the DVD. Do you still have your DVD from that game? No, but the, but they it sounds like a little piece but, of history. But they allowed people like to go in there and with a walk. Yeah, this but is... they but they they just they did a terrible job of not letting people tear the fucking field apart because mm-hmm. oh, they would yeah. have all these like tournaments and stuff. And people just literally rip the seats out. God, we had some guy on our team was like ripping backs of seats off, and he gave us one in the parking lot. I have that. I'm like, I, have, I have a back of a seat in my closet right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, you go to people's places and they have. Oh, here's a seat from Yankee Stadium. And you're like, oh wait, is that when cool that you have Fenway, that, or is it when they close Fenway, they're not going to let anybody in there to do any damage to that place. Mm-hmm. But me, Dan and I were in like we got we were on the Tiger side dugout, and uh, and there's a there's a famous sink in there, and there's and that's and they were, oh I'm sorry we were in the visitors dugout, and the, there was a sink in there that they would say that you know. Like right as you came out from the du- from the clubhouse to the up to the stairs, and they would always say when when Babe Ruth was drunk he would pee in the sink. So we were there That's and looking awesome. at him like why is this not taken out of here by now? Like yeah, this should yeah. have been removed and taken given to some the Hall of Fame or somebody would just buy it and put it in there. Anything covered in Babe Ruth's pee should be at the Hall of Fame by this yeah, point. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, big drunken bastard. Bastard. <laughs> I love Babe Ruth. That was weird walking around in that dugout and being like, "Yeah, this is the bit. This is like Babe Ruth." No, that's Sat crazy. In the same dugout, yeah. crazy. All right, Lou Gehrig. Should we do trivia? Oh, I have a question before you do trivia. Ah, oh, but the music's playing. Well, the okay, trivia stop is the music. Questions. That's All right, the I'll, I'll throw my questions after trivia. Go ahead. All, All right. right. Okay. 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 Fine. All right. Fine. Again, okay, this is uh, Trivial Pursuit, the uh, Hollywood Flicks edition. Hollywood Fox, however you want to read it. We're in Hot Pursuit. From 1989. What movie is that from? We're in Hot Pursuit. I'm in Hot Pursuit. uh, Smoking the Bandit. Mm -hmm. Make it in a goddamn hurry. I'll have a Dr. Pepper and a a Diablo (laughs) sandwich and a Dr. Pepper, because make it quick, because I'm in a goddamn hurry. I played you the clip of... uh, Genius. I found the clip of uh, of the TV version of that where the guy who did Fred Flintstone's voice did all of his... Lines, yeah, overdubbing. Hysterical. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, what organization gives Mark Kaminsky the pink slip in Raw Deal? 
Arnold Schwarzenegger film that nobody cares about? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Uh, that is uh, the organization gives to. to, to that's going to be the uh, be CIA. Oh, it's the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Ah, Very close. Six of one, half a dozen of the other. Uh, who do the tribesmen in the Emerald Forest refer to as termites? I don't know. Carpenter ants? Emerald Forest. <laughs> oh, that's the... That's I vaguely the, remember that movie. No, that's the, uh, the, the Lollipop Guild. No, that's... That's Emerald City. Yeah. Oh, what did he say? Emerald Forest? Oh. Yeah. This is the adjacent. None of Emerald us know. The West. answer is whites. It's a political statement. They refer Ooh. to the whites as termites. Mm. Uh, what movie ge- uh, sees Bo Derek's bullfighting Bo gored in the groin? Whoa. Is that going to be Bolero? Is there another Bo Derek <laughs> movie that would it find its way onto a trivia card? It's got to be Bolero. Bolero. It's Spanish. Yeah. It's Bolero. It's Bolero. It's Psycho. Well, well done, what? Tommy. Thank you. Ask me anything about Bo Derek. That's the only thing I know. That and t- the answers are either Bolero or Ten. Okay, what animals does the title character dive? Oh, drive across the desert in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. I will abstain from this one since I'm the nerd, and I obviously know the answer. What animals? What animals? Yes. What What does the What animals does the title character drive across the desert in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? That's like the uh, the metal camel. It is a camel. The answer is camel. They are There's camels. Water, right? Actual there camels. Were, there were water. They were carrying there water. There was very right? little water. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. He was using them as beasts of burden. I thought you were going to go into a Neil Hamburger uh, game <laughs> there, Dan. Like, what animal? What animal? What animal? What comedy centers on a couple of crazy convicts <laughs> who befriend a massive mass murderer named Grossberger? Oh, that's, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's, oh. uh, that's, that's, the, the, the Gene, the, the, uh, Gene Hackman, crazy. uh, Stir- Gene Hackman, Gene, Hack- no. Gene Hackman and Richard Pryor, yeah, Richard Gene Pryor, Wilder. Gene Wilder yeah. and Richard Pryor, Stir he Crazy, the Birmingham jail. it is in the Birmingham crazy. jail, we already, we already documented, like I think angel. that's the first movie that I saw nudity in. No, you said it was, uh, airplane one that was the, uh, yeah, disembodied must have been airplane. It was airplane in the theater, and then I was in like you know my cousin's home, and all of a sudden there were boobs on the TV. Right, that was a whole man. different level. That was a, yeah. Uh, what two? What? what two? Nineteen eighty-five movies did Emilio Estevez, Judd Nelson, and Ali Sheedy star in? Breakfast oh, that's, uh, Club. Breakfast Club and Saint Elmo's and Fire. Men at oh Saint Elmo's Fire. I was gonna say Men at Work, but. That was a little that was later, later maybe. though. Yes. Yeah. Saint I've Elmo's never fire. seen Saint Elmo's Fire. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Breakfast Club and Saint Elmo's Fire. Yeah. Beautiful. Saint Elmo's Fire is ridiculous. Uh, it seems ridiculous, and I hate that goddamn song. Yeah. I like Breakfast Club, but whatever. Well, yeah, yeah, that one. But I mean, is that it for the... trivia, or do we do another one, or is that no, it? That's it. Good. That's it. Okay. That was trivia. But now Mike has a question. Mike, what's no, your it, question? Let's this is so. Let's, no, let's just was... play us out. I was thinking about this while I was listening to the radio and watching. I don't know. But in your opinions, what is the most under overrated, the most overrated bands? And I'm mm. not talking about like a Death Cab for Cutie type of like mid-range. I'm talking about stadium bands. Like they're in the pantheon of yes. rock and roll. And I have I be. went UK, I went Europe, mm-hmm. and I went US. Okay. So I, I have, understand. I have a few. Overrated, as in 
I sit the, here, I sit here and I go, I go blind with rage. I'm like, how, how is this? Mm-hmm. What uh, people going well, bananas for this? It's shit. all bands that I hate. Right? Yeah, but I'm just, just saying, like you know, Eagles, oh, Rolling Stones, too. things like that. You too. But is that is that kind of what you're getting at, or is this yeah, like? Yeah, but I I would even say that okay, you the music actually they, isn't good, so they shouldn't be there. Okay. Yeah. I would say you two had an, an uh, had an impact yes. on other musicians, right? Okay, they had mm-hmm. some good songs. They had they had a good album that was okay. They're on they're on a path here, and then they just shit it all away when they did the Zoo TV and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But like, okay, do you want me? To, so I'm gonna throw some out there. Yeah, give us a, a bar. Right. Oasis. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Like, how as far as I can Oasis, tell, they have two songs. It's a great pick. Yeah. How is Oasis plays Wembley Stadium? They compare them to like the greats in like yeah, the exactly. Beatles. They and... talk about them like there's some kind of like yeah. historically yeah. great band. Of, yeah, Am I just not British, so I don't know that they have more than two no, songs? No. Or oh, they, have, they, they they are wildly famous. Hugely they were massively. They I know, like, but I, I get it. But I, I don't. I can name two of their songs. Well, you if got they're the that Wonderwall. famous, then. What's the and other one? I don't know, but I think don't there was another one. Anger. Don't look back in anger. I don't even know how that goes, but I, I've heard that title. They're all just these dumb songs. They're it's pop not, songs. There's nothing, there's, nothing, there's nothing particularly interesting about them in any way. They're there's not nothing, terrible. There's no, nothing not, groundbreaking, nothing no. interesting, nothing, nothing. It's just yeah. The, yeah. So music. you have that, and then I'll throw mm-hmm. one more. I say Coldplay as well. Oh, easily. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't so get the, that. Those two will sell out Soldier Field. Wembley Stadium. I like dumb shit sometimes, and it's a certain type of dumb shit. It's weird. Is it just because it's really light and kind of easy? Yeah, kind I don't of, know. Uh, it's, it's, it's like a path of least resistance kind of music. And then I say for U.S. Coldplay bands. Coldplay is douche chill. I get douche chills listening mm-hmm. to it. What I do you think about like for, for U.S. then? I mean, there's a million bands. Mm-hmm. I mean, Grateful Dead. But yeah, they're but they're kind of like band. groundbreaking. They did break ground. I suppose. Kind of, yeah, they mm. have they have yeah they have that at least. Mm. They really suck though, man. Oh yeah, what yeah. Else? But but I get I get it. <laughs> and they, and they also they were in the sixty. You know they were counterculture. It's, they've moved a culture. So okay, I, well I well I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a big number one for me maybe is uh, Pearl Jam. Uh sure. But Which even then, Mike I mean, has the tattoo, of course. He so does because he loves. Gonna him. have to abstain. Hey, fuck face. <laughs> I was a, I was eighteen years old. We were all eighteen yeah, once, Mike. We don't all have pearl jam tattoos. No, when they when that I'm not gonna get into it. Nowhere on my body, nowhere on my body, can you point at and go and, and as evidence that I was once eighteen? <laughs> he has a shark. I told everybody's got a shark. That's exactly <laughs> the age you shouldn't head. be writing things indelibly he's got on a your body. Tattoo of a shark head and a human muscular body, and and is they're, they're, it's doing curls <laughs> with dumbbells. Never should you put. He was nineteen. Like, I, have a, I have a terrible tattoo on my back, <laughs> and you should just the rules like a wagon be, wheel. If, you, if your kid is asking you about a tattoo, it should never be of your current favorite thing. Yeah. No. Yeah, I I've been into them for weeks. They're I've awesome. Had my moments. Oh. Yeah. But I think Pearl Jam. Here's what really bugs me about them is that we probably had this discussion before. hundred. I'm times, sure we did. But it's it's not only very bland music for me. It doesn't have offer anything. It's like it was like the beginning of music. Losing its kind of, it's, it was all faux, passionate. I'm not really feeling it. And yeah. then it launched a thousand other bands. That, right. That with that same warbly bullshit singing style. Yeah. But did that I mean, happen because they hit right after Nirvana? So like everybody was like jonesing for this kind of, 
that 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 well, flavor they were hitting of stuff. at the same time they were hitting a little right bit. but it, i'm saying it, like did they kind of ride the crest of of the uh of the do of you want to do, do you want, do you want me to say since the one that has the tattoo that's buried in another tattoo you can't even see it anymore because i just <laughs> I, I have just horrific tattoos i'm sorry i have another i have a tattoo that i got to take some of the shame away we covered this <laughs> We covered this in the, in the, a previous minute. I don't know what. I know we already on. did, but go right. ahead, Mike. But no, I got I got another one in somebody's kitchen, and it was it's a. I, I sat there for hours, <laughs> and they're like, "Okay, the guy was doing like drugs. It was a bad mm. idea." The tattoo artist, he's like, "Okay, now I'm ready. I've been drinking and doing drugs all day, so now I'm ready to do it." And I'm like, mm-hmm. "He's like, what do you want?" I'm like, "I don't know." He's like, "You've been fucking sitting on that couch all day, and you don't know what you want." I said, "Let me see your book." And I picked a Celtic knot, and I'm I'm 96.2 percent Italian. I had a Celtic <laughs> knot on my leg. Yep. So that's no, I'm going to tell you. Let me let the guy Ooh. with the tattoo. Let him explain. It was the drumming Ooh. that I liked, and it was because it was. And this is this. And then the Smashing Pumpkins. Jimmy Chamberlain took it oh. to oh, another level to me, right there, because mm. it was. And I was listening to like punk drumming. But I also listened to a lot of 60s like uh, Mitch Mitchell and Keith Moon. And that wasn't making its way into com- into rock at that point. And mm. Pearl Jam had a little bit – the drummer grooved, had a different kind of groove. And I go, I like this because it's different. It was mm. – it had like this groove. And then Jimmy uh-huh. Chamberlain took it to a fucking different level in, on Gish. Absolutely. If you listen to Gish, that's the – nobody talks about it as that. Oh, is that great. that is the greatest like modern like post sixties era drumming? You, I mean, you he listen is, to some of those songs and like fabulous. Oh, like, he's drummer. going. He's he is the real deal of that band. I don't. I mean, Billy yeah. Corgan wrote some great shit, but but right, he could yeah. not have done what they did without that kind of drumming. Mm. Amazing. So amazing. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, you know, this is. I have this. I have another friend here who's a big drummer. And we have this same kind of conversation all the time. He'll be t- he'll talk about some band, and I'm like, he's younger than me. He's, th- he's in his 30s, early 30s or whatever, mm-hmm. mid-30s. And I'm just like, he'll be talking about some band, and I'll just be like, that's garbage you're listening to, garbage. <laughs> and he'll be like, but the drumming is so good. And I'm like, nobody does. Yeah. Nobody cares. So well, like there's bland. There's, the there's like te- the there's like uh, just stay the fuck out of this, Tom. This there's okay. there's like technique. Like you could listen to like Martin Medeski and Wood, the drummer's right, techni- right. technically sure. great, but I ain't listen yeah. to that shit. Well, that's what you I'm know? saying. Like, why would you listen to? Why would you force yourself to listen to music you don't like just because the drummer? Because it there? wasn't. It wasn't technically yeah. good. It was. It was a pocket. It was a groove, and I like gotcha. that would make All me right. move, and I'd like I I like okay. it. And I right. like playing it. I got clips of. I got clips. I just I just busted out some DVDs of of. Of it at St. Leo College, us playing fucking Pearl Jam covers mm-hmm. on somebody's back porch, you know, in in like yeah. 1992, and they're awful. But it's <laughs> but that's what was that that groove was moving me at that time. Oh well, all right. Well, can you want to hey, know the? So. But here is the here is the I think the pinnacle of overrated bands, mm. and and stadium fill out Foo Fighters. Oh yeah, I cannot. Mm. I think I they're don't buy the into better any band. of that shit. They're a better yeah, band yeah. than those other bands, I think. Then for me, Pearl, they're better than Pearl Jam, but they're. You're right that they're the 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 level level of adoration just doesn't yeah. make no. any sense whatsoever. Like if but, you listen to Nickelback and you listen to them, and you have a you, the singer is is was in a groundbreaking punk band, so uh-huh. was the guitar. The other guitar player was in the Germs. 
the bass player was in Sunny Day Real Estate. And oh, it's really? just Yeah, the bass player was was in That's Sunny like an Day all-star Real band, yeah. Yeah, but they it's it's they, were, over, they formed think. a band and they they were like we're the Foo Fighters and I'm like oh that's fun that because I, I, I thought well that's fun that the guy from Nirvana is doing a band and he's got and then I'm yeah. like well they're pretty good they were good. The well, maybe it. they still are okay. but yeah I, I no. see what you're saying yeah that's I, I keep thinking is is the audience so starved for that brand of music that they're like oh these are the only guys doing it who I've heard of but it's not it's that, that they're brand the best of music ones. anymore when they started yeah. Yeah. you have to remember when they started it was like mid 90s. Mm-hmm. And it was Dave Grohl, and it was the bass player from Sunny Day Real Estate, and the Ooh. drummer from Sunny Day Real Estate. It was the three of them. Okay. So it was very underground at that point. And the music was kind of like okay, offshoot of. It still had that punk feel to it. It still had, you know. And then it, then it evolved into this like Nickelback. All right, mm-hmm. I have a theory. Sure. Okay. I don't know if this analogy is going to work, but this is what popped into my head about it, and this gives you kind of an idea. Yeah. So the public consciousness needs. We talked about Oasis and uh, what's the other one? Good, whatever the Coldplay. How, how it was like bland, but people wanted it for some reason. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a, they needed a band to kind of cover that territory. There's some sort of weird. There's some sort of weird standard boring territory that needs to be covered and somehow in, in society. Yeah. But society can't have too many of these because it will be <laughs> obvious that it's all just a bunch <laughs> of that's boring who we shit, are. right? Yeah. So it's exactly like you want the Target store. You want one Target store hmm. in your town or next to your town because you need yeah. a Target or a Walmart yeah. to go to for all that boring shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You need to buy eight things, a trash basket, some new whatever, and yeah. a, a folding chair for your kid's room. And yeah. five other things, and you're not going to go around to the boutiques, which are right. demo- which are you know clearly cooler. Yeah, but then if you drive out. down a street that has a Walmart and a Target and a Meyer or whatever, you're like, exactly, what, what's going you can't on? Do what that? The- you want to oh, just Jesus. go? Let's just take care of it. So there's some musical need that people have. They need to have it in the background, or they need to have it. And there's not, they're not always looking to be challenged by the music necessarily. <laughs> right. So there's yeah. a, there's this one that they need, and it and and one band will lock into that spot and just be there. Yeah. And mm-hmm. become seemingly more popular than anybody's actually enjoying it that much. But it's also safe for everybody. Yeah. Is, it Is that like, cha- like you said? It doesn't challenge anybody. And the, and I think I, th- I could also throw the Red Hot Chili Peppers into this one too. Yeah. But they, yeah, it's a little different they, because there's these weird guys who are like, I like the funkiness of it. There's a yeah. weird thing. And when they started, <laughs> so they were, dumb. they were, and when they started, they were completely, they were out there. They were different. Yeah, they were, they're, yeah. they were genuinely weird. And we'll say yeah. that, you know, they were more like they were more similar to Primus at that point mm-hmm. in terms yeah, of yeah. the public. But the, yeah, I think it's a good theory because what, what Foo Fighter, you know, we we can't have another. There can't be a band that sounds anything like that or. That, that can pop in and be like also popular. Yeah. There's not so enough to room your, to your primus thing. Like Les Claypool could not start a, he could not be in a watered down band. Cause he's too fucking weird. How and great would mu- that be though? Les Claypool starts a power ballad band. Just, <laughs> well, he at did the end a of every song. Fucked up music, but, but it was all like just progressive, like very like time signature changes. Crazy music. Yeah. I don't know if you ever, Mike, in terms of, okay, before we, before we let's play us out 
Did you, uh, did you ever listen to, if you like really cool drumming, I don't, maybe this will be cool for you, I don't know. There's a lot of these kind of prog style Japanese bands. There's a band called Ruins. It's two guys, bass player and drummer, and they got like the bass player's like a headset on, and they're just like, <laughs> bruh, 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 bruh. they're just going out of their minds. See, see I don't like that. I can't, yeah, like, it's too, there's it's nothing too, wrong like, with it. Like, I think that's amazing stuff. It's a little too mechanical, maybe. Even but. like Rush, and I like, I like some, I like Rush, like when I they like do like, Rush. Do yeah, like Rush. when they do their poppy songs, but as a musician, I'm like, I can't. Yeah, the, and it's because I, I can't play it. Like, I can't play it. And, but it's jealous. It's a lot of like te- they're technicians, which is a fucking amazing. I mean, the three like mm-hmm. the three most technical. Oh god, musicians Russ is that a you great. Could... Yeah, they're they're fantastic. fantastic. They're astounding. I, I, that's Eddie Lee, big a... baseball fan, by the way. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But there's that's not a good example because they're actually a really good band, and I like them. <laughs> I but I mean, Canadians. like 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 there's when it gets too progressive and too like time signatures, I'm like I'm out. I yeah, can't it's do it. boring. I agree. Yeah, it's just wankery. Yeah, it's like jazz. Like jazz is the same way. Like, oh, I listen to Coltrane and all that. I'm like, okay, but I, I, I don't some, get off on it. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I wonder about because well, we should talk about that because there's some stuff that's like I like when it does have some soul to it and all that. I got a bunch of stuff I could throw you and be like, what do you think of this? Yeah, well, mm-hmm. like Sun Ra, like stuff like that. It's jazz, but it's also like they got some they got some bluesy funk. They got some singing on it, and it's yeah, it's good stuff. all right, Tom. Yes, sir. You have nothing to add, nothing to no. say, or nothing more. Do you have I'm any just final waiting to end thoughts? the show. Oh, uh, yeah. Rush is amazing. Out, play us out, end the show. To end the show. Uh, now we got a new cut from Mozart to play us out. Check it out. Open a gym. <laughs> Running a gym. Running a gym, play us out. Oh, they but that's another thing. That. Dice is coming in August. Oh, that's right. We should go. <laughs> I'll go to that with you. I'm coming out to like you. What the hell? Where's yeah. he's going to Aurora. Aurora. Like Aurora. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm yeah. telling you, I want to see it. I'm, 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 on I'm his saying here on the again. public record that I will go to that with you, and I'm absolutely going to regret it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But that's yeah. going to be nightmarish. Like, why did we go to that? Why did we think that was going to be good? <laughs> All right. Let's put an end to this thing. Right, no. That was this Minute 16. If you, if you couldn't yeah. tell, we've been talking this about Minute 16 trading long. places this whole time. Yeah. You guys talk a lot about baseball and music. It's just Tom's garbage. Tom's got a point. Tom's I right do got a point. Right. Nobody listens to me. I, I got some <laughs> Captain ideas. America. Howard Johnson's dumb, right like about Howard say. Johnson. Gabby Johnson. Howard Johnson's <laughs> right about Tom being right about Howard yeah. Johnson. Mark Mattis. All right. I'm wrapping this up. Goodbye, everybody. Right. Thank you for listening. Uh, you know where to find us. Do that. Mark And Campbell. please come back next time for Minute 17 of Trading Places and Baseball and Damn Music on here on... <laughs> <laughs> and for the Damanon Garza Minute, here on the Trading Places Minute. It was a stone groove, my man. You are the most righteous. Yeah, right. Just get the fuck out, man. Let's go. Shit. <laughs>